Hey comrades, and welcome to another episode of We Read It One Night, the podcast where two sisters accidentally start a romance revolution. Whether you're a new listener or a longtime fan, we'd appreciate it so much if you could drop us a quick rating and review while you're listening. It takes just a couple seconds, and it's such a great and free way to support the podcast. In this episode, we're starting the Wallflower series by Lisa Kleypas with the first book, Secrets of a Summer Night. This series is one of the all-time historical romance greats. As well as being our first Wallflowers book, this episode has some other firsts, like the first time we specifically tell you to under no circumstances read the audiobook or the ebook edition. As always, we appreciate you all so much and we're so glad that you're still listening. Enjoy the show. What's up? We saw the baby foxes today. Oh, really? How many are there? There are two and they are exactly, we realized they're exactly like the cats, like the way that they were playing and yeah, like taking turns chasing each other and like jumping on each other. Yeah. And then at one point they tried to involve their mom and then the mom like just bodied them like fully was just like, don't, this is <laughs> You're not done. That's, <laughs> like get off that. me. Yeah. This is me time. Yeah. But yeah. They so were cute. so cute. And this is they the first are. time we've seen them. We haven't wow. seen them Oh, I'm glad they finally brought an offering like the yeah. foxes brought. But yeah, they only have two this year. I feel like last, hey. like recent years, they have like four. Mm. They've had like four. Might've been three last year. Yeah. I definitely have a video somewhere. Have you seen any baby Woodses? No, I think, mm. I think the groundhogs have um, given up on having children while the foxes oh. are present. <laughs> So which sad. like fair enough oh it's so sad like, they were so cute too like there were I so know. many of them they're like 10 i know but then yeah. the fox is like mm, I know. <laughs> and then the fox moved at least we get we get some babies i yeah and we I, know i should have known the fox i was like oh i don't think the fox has had babies this year because i hadn't seen two of them like i only saw two of them like one time so i was like oh i guess there's only one fox but now i remember that i did hear the dulcet tones of fox mating sounds outside our house in like february so they definitely they were out there is the cat still there no i took him home on saturday sunday night um and i had the feeling while i was packing him up i was like i feel like i'm forgetting something i feel like i'm forgetting something but like i couldn't i mentally like ran through everything and like two days later i like realized the pooper scooper in my closet (laughs) because uh. it was in like a plastic bag like she boldly didn't give me any like li- like bags to like put his poop in like when I scooped it so I was just using like plastic bags and like basically just like throwing any plastic bags that I had like near the litter box so then like it just looked like one of those like empty like so that I would have them to like oh yeah the poop I was like and you so were throwing and then, but I also put plastic. no 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 but I also put like the scooper like I wrapped it in a plastic bag so it wouldn't just be like sitting on the floor yeah no he's so cute I miss him Good cat. Okay, so this book. They were starting the wallflowers. Yeah, this book was so boring. And I don't know if that's just because I read it so long. Like, no, I'll tell you why it was boring. Okay, well, first of all, <laughs> this was a listener's suggest- requested series. So we're starting the wallflowers. This is the first book in the wallflower series, which is Lisa Claypass's like most famous series. Like we've already done Marrying Winterborn, which features that series features children of the wallflowers so it's like all Mm. interconnected whatever i 
was so steamed. I made a three minute long TikTok about this. That's why I was talking to you about how TikTok won't let, wouldn't let me add captions because mm-hmm. I had a three minute long rant that I was like listening to this on my walk. And I was like, I have to pause this and I have to get the, I was like so mad. Okay. So uh, this is an edited version of the original book. I, they oh. not calling it abridged, but I would argue that with the amount of things taken out, it's absolutely abridged. So essentially there's this trend in romance novels. I mean, you see this in other, you've seen this in like children's things, children's novels too, where they like are editing the books to make them more palatable to like take out the problematic bits. Mm-hmm. Right. And the wallflower series, like for example, Wait, in the okay. second book, there's a scene in which the heroine is drunk when her, her and the hero have sex for the first time. Right. So there's like consent. And in this seat and this seat, like, book I knew that they had taken out the prologue because like okay 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 pause for a second so this is the book with the prologue where they're like standing in some stupid display and like touches her okay because I was okay okay so that immediately cut it out and but it wasn't just that I knew they had cut out the prologue and I was like you know what like the prologue like it's so there's like a two-year gap between the prologue and like the rest of the book like fine whatever like I can deal with that being cut out they cut out so many other they cut out so much and it wasn't all like quote-unquote problematic scenes like they just like cut out things to like make it shorter like I don't know because I I have a digital copy and a physical copy of this book both of them are the originals and they cut out so much there's a scene in this book that they don't call it that but it was it was so at the end it was like this is an unabridged audiobook and then it was like it's bullshit. So this is like an altered edition from the original edition. And I was like, so like the audacity for them to be like, oh, it's unabridged. But like, oh, we cut out like they cut out at least 10 percent of the book. Yeah. Like I, I was so I was sense. comparing, for example, the scene that really got me yeah. was the fact there's a scene um, in the original book where Simon and Annabelle, who are our hero and heroine, they're like making out in an alcove while like hiding from musicians that are like taking their break. So it's like one of those, like, oh, we have mm-hmm. to be quiet. Like that's a really steep, that's a really fucking good scene. Like that's a hot scene. Yeah. They cut that and trimmed it down so that they make out for like two seconds and then Annabelle went away. And I paused it. Like she ran away oh. and I was like, wait, I don't remember there being because she's like a kiss between like the time that they have dinner and the time they make out in the alcove. Like, what was this? And so I went to my digital edition and I was like, excuse me, (laughs) excuse me. That makes so much sense because I don't remember. I don't remember like loving this book, but I also don't remember thinking it was like so boring. And like I was like, maybe it's just because I've like read so many. Maybe because this this is one of the earlier ones we read. So like maybe I wasn't like, you know, just more like. Yeah, they, wow. That's they really took bold. out the essence of Claypots. I feel like Claypots's books are these like broody, like she writes kind of darker books. These these aren't like yeah. Julia Quinn light historicals. Like yeah. I just she they took out. I was like, this isn't a Lisa Claypots book. Like they yeah. they like neutered it. It was That's... so I was so mad. Wow. And I think that this trend in general, like like just there are, are some people who are like, oh, this is stupid because everyone's so sensitive these days and everyone's a snowflake. And like, that's not why I think that it's stupid. I think it's stupid because it's like attempting to erase, like this book was written and it was published at the yeah, time and like, it was make okay another, at the time. Right. And, and right? like, if you think there's a problem and you want to release a new version, like make it clear that it's not like have or, at least the original or just, also. Or just promote current books, cr- promote books from authors that are writing now. Sure. That are probably like more like why? I mean, I get like wanting to like make 
something no, that was I already successful. Like, but it's just so my other problems with it is one also just particularly in romance. Like I feel like ro- part of the whole ethos of the romance genre is the fact that like, it's the genre that's most, that's most quick to change. Like with the times, mm-hmm. like, I feel like we're at the forefront of like, Oh, that's not okay now. Okay. Like we're going to like update, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like just even thinking sure. of romance novels 10 yeah. years ago versus now, I feel like yeah. other genres don't change that quickly. Yeah, and definitely. so like, it's part of the romance history that like, yeah, those quote unquote bodice rippers from the eighties, like there's some really problematic shit in them, but they still are like our important part. Like if you erase the problematic bits, you not only like decrease the value of the story, but you're also just trying to sanitize like the history. It's like, yeah, put like trigger warnings in the front. Yeah. But like, don't like the fact and they're, yeah, they're so disingenuous about it. If I hadn't read the book before, I wouldn't know this was a bridge. I just would think it was not as good as I originally thought. And I honestly, right. like, the more I thought about it is that I think I, you know, the whole, like, romance novels give women unrealistic expectations mm. blah, 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 blah. and like how that's like infantilizing and like implying that like romance sure. readers can't tell the difference between like a story in real mm-hmm. life. Like, I honestly think this is the same line of thought <laughs> in terms yeah, of like yeah. implying that like you can't understand that like this book was from a different period and like it was acceptable mm-hmm. 20 years ago to have this in a book and it's not acceptable it's just like yeah and you know you know what two sections of literature i have been hearing the most about like editing old books were romance novels and children's books and i think it's very mm-hmm. significant that romance novels and children's books are the most that are being yeah. edited. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because like there's so like if you're going to go all the way, like there's so many things, like so many fantasy books that are like geared towards men. That are being written now. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, no, it's like so bold. Is that really true statistically? Like, no, I'm this is that's purely anecdotal. I I mean, children's books, I feel like it's the top thing that's being altered because you you hear about Dr. Seuss. I think Roald Dahl is having a bunch of ones edited, like children's Mm -hmm. books, particularly. Mm-hmm. And like, I under, there are very few situations like, yeah, right. And I, I was talking to my friend, the friend that introduced me to romance novels and she sent me a whole audio message, which has now deleted itself, but she worded it really well. Just like, whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'll get her to text it to me and you then I'll like, keep read it. out her yeah. text. No, I forgot. Cause I was so steamed. Um, <laughs> cause I was like so pent up and it's just, yeah, I don't know. And it was just, and it was also the fact in this book, like it wasn't even just the quote unquote problematic bits. Like they just like right. cut out. Like there were just whole sections of which like Simon, the hero was like brooding about how much he loves Annabeth, Annabelle. And like that, they just cut it. I was like, what? <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was just like, what? Like, yeah. And there were things there's like, there's like the, the love confession at the end has so there's so many payoffs in that confession that reference earlier things right. that happened in the book yeah. that were cut. And so there are no, things because, that just like, don't yeah. make sense anymore. Right, like the whole, because I remember thinking like, oh yeah, like I finally remembered by the time his mom, like, okay, I remembered that like the main conflict was like, oh, she doesn't actually love him. Like he loves her and like it's, he, she, he thinks she just wants to marry him for the money. And we don't actually get that at all until like his mom says it to him, like literally yeah. 90% through the book. And I was like, right. So no, that definitely, ha- that definitely had to have come up before. Like, cause that doesn't even make sense. Like that's like the only time that's like yeah. said. Yeah. yeah. Cause in, in, when she confesses her love, she was like, I, she said something like I was mm-hmm. wrong when I told you I didn't know where it belonged. Mm-hmm. They cut That scene doesn't exist. Like, unless I totally missed it. And I don't think I did. Yeah. 
like that they cut that scene out and I was like doesn't why would she say this like if a reader and also there's like they left like if they're if you're gonna edit it for like problematic wording like there's a lot of things no I know I just and yeah just the audacity of them to be like the unabridged this is an unabridged audiobook when yeah because I remember when I looked at the the audiobook is eight and a half hours and I remember being like that feels really short because Mm. like I remember this is a long book like this book is I looked at my copy it's like like almost 400 pages no because yeah because I remember if there was any complaint about the book the first time I read it was that it was like spruity and like that's just like a lot no I know I know just like a lot and it was just like a lot and like yeah darker because I remember that was probably this is probably the first book I read where like historical where the heroine like was even close to not being like of the highest social class like yeah she's technically like whatever but like she's poor tm yeah like needs the money yeah i was yeah wow it's just really bold i'm i'm really annoyed listener (laughs) this is a lot you know that we are big fans of audiobooks but i wouldn't recommend the audiobook for this simply because I think that you should read the original version. I like, I I think this book is, is worse (laughs) for all the things that were taken out. Like, I just don't think it's as sexy. I don't think it's as romantic. Like, yeah, if the book doesn't have, and I checked the Kindle edition is the edited version because it doesn't have the prologue in it. And that's the thing with digital editions of books is that it's like, like they can, they automatically update. You know what I mean? Like when they make edits, to the ebook edition they're going to update it regardless of whether you want the new edited version is that true even if you bought yes. it wow that's yes good. and listen sometimes that that's no good if they're like fixing a typo right that it just automatically updates. okay but i just feel like because you buy that like that's not like if you no, if that's you the stop thing. but if you stop paying for kindle you still get to keep the books that's bullshit. But they ought it's automatic. It's the same thing with like covers. Like that's I've seen that discussion around covers where they're like, I liked the original cover and my cover got updated despite the fact that I bought the book before the cover treat. Like, yeah. yeah, that's bullshit. That's stupid. That's like, guy, if you you should have a you choice. Want, the only way to have a book that is truly yours is to have a physical yeah. version of it. Wow, it's but, yeah. really giving 1984. Like, that's don't what, read this book unless you unless it, it has like. the prologue in it. If it doesn't have the prologue, it's not the right yeah. edition. Yeah. Anyway, I was really, I was like really steamed. I quite frankly, half of my notes are be, being like, are you kidding? <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> they didn't cut out my favorite line in this book that has stuck with me since I first read it. And that is that like later during like <laughs> during one of the sex scenes, Annabelle is described as like approaching the sex with quote, the grace of a sportive seal. <laughs> A what seal? A sportive seal. Like, what does that mean? Like, like a like an enthusiastic like seal. Like, <laughs> I I just it's one of my it's my. No, there was a lot line. of like interesting, yeah, descriptive so language. That's what, like, listen, if there's one thing Lisa's gonna do, it's come up with like wild euphemisms and like fantastically like flowery language. Like, it's just like Lisa. You know what? And Lisa's- I love her for it. Like this is gonna Lisa. Quite frankly, it works. She makes it work. <laughs> I don't know how she does it, but she does. That's great. All right. So now that I got that ring, <laughs> I was so glad that I had headphones in that I had like headphones that you could easily see because I was like filming myself, like ta- I was like 
talking oh, out loud. I know, yeah. People would walk by with their dogs and I'd be like, I'd have to like be quiet. And then I'd like check that they were far enough behind. I mean, me. if you just like commit, you know, like, no, sometimes I did. I was like, you know what? I'm on a roll. Like I got, I was, oh, <laughs> oh. I did like the audiobook narrator though. She made me feel like um, my elderly, like prim grandmother was like reading from her favorite, like, oh my gosh, from when she was a child. I liked her. Her name was Rosalind. <laughs> Rosalind? Yeah, Rosalind. That's great. Love that. Yeah, I Good feel like her. I assumed it was like an audiobook narrator that we were like familiar with. I think she's like... done some of earlier Claypaw's books. I think newer Claypaw's is Mary Jane Wells. Mary Jane Wells. That's who I'm thinking yeah. of. Okay. But Rosalind yeah. is one of the earlier mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, anyway, Secrets of a Summer Night. Woo-hoo. The first book in the Wallflower series. And I understand why it's called the Wallflower series, but also the fact that all of the the books are named after seasons, like, and the, yet the title of, like, the series is not, like, something seasonal. It's just yeah, funny. I feel like it's a missed not opportunity. Like, yeah. Season flowers. <laughs> yep. So are we going to talk about the prologues? We didn't read it this time around. I didn't. I go, mean, the I mean, prologue is that they they go to like 1830s movie theater, basically, yeah. and they make out in the dark. And, and I like, really didn't like. Like, I remember the prologue didn't make me want to read the rest of the book, but I pushed through because you were like, "This is really good. Like, the series is good." Yeah, yeah. I like. I think Simon Hunt is an underappreciated Claypus hero because he is the biggest fucking simp on the planet. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. He's such a sick. Yeah, no, absolutely. But it's still like an alpha hero. Like, it's just like, it's the perfect combo. It's the sweet spot of alpha hero plus simp. Like, <laughs> Simon Hunt does not get the appreciation he deserves. <laughs> um. So basically, Simon grew up as like a butcher's son, but then like went on to become like 1800s railroad magnate TM. So he's like super rich, but he's not part of the aristocracy which i would like to note is like basically the same backstory as um winterborn which is the only other clay bus we've done he was also a butcher's son and also threatens oh, to he? carve up the villain oh my god like, yeah. like both no, it also reminded me what was that um show we watched that was set in like it was set in like the 19 it was like the it was, i guess the same time here like 1880s but in new york it, this remember? is 1830s Sure, like, sure, but you know what I'm talking about, like the show, the, we Gilded, Age. Thought, but the Gilded Age. Yeah, it reminded me of the couple from that, except they're American, obviously. But yeah, and also like 50 years um, apart. But... And then Annabelle, yeah, but they still have trains. Whatever, it's really this, but... there's. I feel like no, you're gonna tell me there's a difference. Come on, they're definitely wearing bustles in this. Like you can't tell me any differently. And then Annabelle, bustles, and then wearing... let me get out the setup. And then I was trying to get them close to each other to compare. <laughs> And then Annabelle is part of the aristocracy, but she's like poor TM because her dad like sucked. Like, and that's not like stated, but you could imply like her dad left them penniless. A, that's like the most obvious thing. B, he's friends with really shitty people. Like he's friends that's with true. Lord Hogman. C, he's was really bad at sex and possibly like rapes her mom. Like, I don't know, just from like the advice we get for the mom. Yeah. He the dad sucked. <laughs> it's giving like Mr. Yeah. Bennett times a million, like way worse. Mr. Bennett, but like actively bad, not even just like passively like I shitty. I didn't think of the latter. I didn't really like put the latter two together. Uh, to be fair, the first one we do get a line later in which Annabelle is like, 
like he did he her mom had like a jointure like she got like whatever the sure. widow's thing sure. and the reason they're poor is because it was invested badly which implies that they were okay at the start and then yeah but who made that money. decision probably his like solicitor listen a man did basically all this would be solved if women were allowed to have bank accounts right like oh yeah the moral of every claypot story is that if women were allowed to have bank accounts society would look like that like futuristic like meme thing (laughs) god yeah so annabelle is like financially like thinks of herself and it's very much like affirmed by her mom as like financially responsible to get married and like save her family which is her mom and brother from destitution (laughs) (laughs) and she's very much like practical at husband she's basically like she's like very charlotte lucas coded except hot she's hot Mm. charlotte lucas and she's 25 and well except like a lot higher stakes because there's it's not like the lucas family it's more like i just meant in terms of her like practicality of like i just want a man who's going to be able to take care of me like i don't need to be in love i don't need him to be hot oh definitely yeah 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 and she's like, my ideal husband would be the exact opposite of Simon Hunt. And I was like, ooh, honey, it's giving you got what, a big like, storm coming. Yeah, it's giving what it's giving like Lizzie Bennett if like Mr. Bennett actually died. Like, yeah, because then uh, you can bet the switch would flip, and she'd be like, fuck, like I have, like I have to, like I don't know, maybe yeah. not. I don't know what Lizzie Bennett would do if they like actually were were about to be destitute. If she'd be like, okay, it's Mr. Collins for me. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so the wallflowers are Annabelle, redheaded Evie, who has a stutter, and the two American girls, Lily and, and Daisy. They could have just committed to the Lily and Daisy bit, but they didn't. <laughs> they're the real flowers. Like, <laughs> anyway. They're American heiresses. Yeah. They're not yeah, just that, like That's why Americans. no one wants them because they're like uncouth. Evie has a stutter. And then Annabelle's and is very poor. abused by her family. Like, right. Evie, sure. That's like the sure. most traumatic backstory. Sure. She's just like shy. Yeah. But we're, yeah, that's not what this book. Yeah. So they all have been like sitting next to each other, not talking this whole time. And then suddenly they decide to like join forces and help each other get married, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like the, I don't know. I feel like that's the best part of this series in a lot of way, like their friendship. Like it's very like. Oh, yeah. I feel like in a lot of other historicals, like the friendship is kind of like sidelines, specifically like mm-hmm. modern ones a lot of the time. Yeah, but, like, that used to really bother me before I just like accepted it. Like, yeah. When that would happen in stories, I'm like, why not though? Like, why doesn't this person have actual friends? Like, they do. The whole series is well, about yeah, them yeah, being yeah. friends. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So they band together. Um, and yeah. Simon Hunt keeps asking Annabelle to dance and she keeps saying no. And I just really love the description that Simon Hunt like like I hate capitalists and like Simon Hunt is like the OG capitalist but like also I think it's incredibly funny like the whole paragraph where it's like the aristocracy really hated that they had to invite him to other parties because he was like too rich to be ignored no really I mean I feel annoying. like between the aristocracy and this like no right I was like listen if I gotta pick one it's gonna be Simon and I think it's really right. funny that they are like so upset yeah <laughs> they're so mad that they have to invite no, him to parties yeah no. And like, so, and we're much more, we're told, not really shown that apparently Annabelle like hates him and like has, he's been like asking her out for like two years and she's always said no. Well, I feel like that's what the prologue establishes because right, that's exactly. when they like me. No, I know. I know. Right? I know. I'm saying, I'm saying in this version, like we're, we're, we're just told over and over instead of like being shown at all. No, you're right. Like, no, the prologue like does a lot. I'm telling you when I read the prologue the first time, I was like, it was boring. I didn't know where I was going, but then like, it does set up a lot 
Yeah. I think that's the thing with Claypots in general. Like, I feel like she's one of the few historical authors. I mean, just romance authors in general, where like her sex scenes, like, really push the plot forward. Like, I'm not saying a lot of sex scenes are like superfluous, but I'm saying they don't do as much. Like, her sex scenes do work. Mm. like in a lot of ways her like intimate scenes do work in a lot of are ways are you counting like, the prologue in that no they just kiss well them making out like sure them, okay like, okay you know sure, sure, I, mean? sure. I feel like that is sure they do a lot of work and cutting them out does does the book a disservice yeah it turns out that annabelle's mom is sleeping with a man for money which like good for her i don't know not actually i, I, I mean, mean it's like awful really that she has to do that no i feel horrible. really i feel no i feel really bad for her but i feel even worse that annabelle's like totally judging her for it and like never really stops and that she just like hates herself so much when like you're like i'm sorry i just don't understand why they don't like live cheaper they're like no we must like pretend to be super rich until the bitter end and then we'll be like in a workhouse instead of just like <laughs> why don't we like they're trying to send Jeremy mm, to not school. Have servants. Sure, whatever. But like, so this man is a friend, old friend of their dad's, which is like another reason the dad sucks. He was friends with this man. And yeah, because Annabelle's like, my anger, her anger was not directed solely at her mother. I was like, why would you be mad at her at all? Like, she's... I think it's just misplit. Like, no, I yeah. know, but like, why at all? I don't know. I mean, I get like, like I get it because the time, but like, whatever. I don't know. It's just really yeah, bold. It's weird because, yeah, because Annabelle is essentially, she's very much aware that she's like, if I don't get married this season, like I have like all these men who won't marry me are just like waiting for me to be mm. desperate enough that I'll agree to be one of their mistress. Mm-hmm. And she does have a thought where she's like, they couldn't afford Annabelle's morality. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, so you understand, like you understand the tough decision that your mom makes, but you're still, mm-hmm. but it is funny with, we get introduced to this, like, mi- like everybody wants her to be their mistress because like Simon, like the first POV we get from Simon is when he's like talking to this one dude at a ball after mm-hmm. Annabelle like turns him down for a dance. And the one dude is like, yeah, I can't wait until like, she's so poor that we can fuck her. Like, I can't wait to fuck her. <laughs> and Simon. He's like, he's like, she'll go to the, she'll, she'll probably go to the highest bidder eventually. And Simon's like, yeah, me, it's me. Is it me, Jesus? Like, you will not. And also, if I hear you saying a mean thing about her ever again, I'll kill you. Just, just to be fair. <laughs> I'll butcher you. I'll carve you. you up, as it but were. Carve you up like, like a slice of salami. But this <laughs> The cat can have. There's a lot of cat references in this book. No, the there cat really can are. Have a little salami. There really are. Annabelle. Uh, here. No, yeah, no. yeah. The fact that the time, but I love the time at the same time. He's like, I'm rich. I don't need to be happy. I definitely don't have an unrelenting obsession with Annabelle that has lasted for two years that makes me keep asking her out, yeah, he even so though she's upset. mean to me. He gets so, so upset throughout when he's like, oh, this is so annoying that I'm like so overrun with my emotions or whatever. What is this feeling? <laughs> so sudden. I don't understand. You. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So, okay. So then Annabelle gets an invite through like a convoluted, like there's no reason for these other characters to exist. I, feel, I guess they're from an early I don't know well oh no, convoluted right. invites his house party what? have you not read the prequel novella to this series I don't think there's an audiobook which is why I didn't do it no, I, no I don't think so but I, I you you told me about it like so many yeah. times no I know I know it's like Olivia what's her face and like whatever whatever and the yeah, sister yeah, it's really good listener I highly recommend it no I feel like you it's said that like, a lot well maybe it's not anymore if it's an audiobook no one. well I don't know where that yeah I, I can't think of any things that no actually there are a lot of things that they probably could have cut out the original right. prequel novella. 
<laughs> read it it's very good and it's like also really not novella like like it's like 200 something pages it's like a you know sarah j moss novella but in that novella like lord westcliff who's the owner who was doing the house party that they're now going to in hampshire his two sisters both like marry americans american businessmen and so like lillian and daisy know one of the sisters and that's how mm-hmm. like they get invited mm-hmm. so they go to Stony Cross Park, which is like where basically the entire Wallflower series takes place, except for the third book. <laughs> like mm. there's always at this one guy's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you said that. It's like the house party they all hang out when we were like just starting to read books. Um, and Annabelle sets her sights on this like Lord, I already forgot his name, like Kendall. 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 Like, Kendall. But he's not like a Kendall at all. No, he's, he's like so sweet. I want him to yeah, have a happy ending. He seems like, like a nice guy, but very boring. And bookish and likes his plants. And she like, she's like trying to get him. She's like, let's go for a walk. I happen to be an early riser. She lied, which I respect. (laughs) I I wrote that down. I was like, Rachel, did you notice? Oh, I also want to mention that Lord Westcliff. So him and Simon are best friends. That's why Simon is also at this Mm -hmm. house party. Um, And Westcliff is a short king, which is very rare in romance. multiple times it stated Westcliff was not tall no not no 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 not the tallest man which could mean a lot of things it could mean he's like six three when the other people are like six no I think he's like like, yeah I think he's supposed to be like five nine like him and Lillian I think are almost the same height and like Lillian's just like a tall woman like I think she's like five nine or something Mm. like yeah yeah. Oh, listen, I'm gonna. It is I'm rare. Take it the is rare. Short king, where I yeah, get it. You're and right. The fact you're that right. It's emphasized so many times. No, you're that he's right. Shorter than everyone you're right. Else. And usually that would that would like tell you for sure, like, oh, he's not gonna be the hero, like in any capacity. Yeah, but no. I bet you in his book it's not emphasized. Like, it I is. can't remember. No, it I is. remember. Okay. okay. In, like multiple times, and I okay. it's even emphasized that like Lillian is like, yeah, we're the same height. Like I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. So okay. wonderful. Spoiler alert for the next book: It's Lillian and West. <laughs> yeah I mean, no, that's, that's really obvious yeah you can totally great. tell yeah uh yeah um and so like they're supposed to go so kendall is like a hot commodity like all the girls at this party want him um because it's like the end of the season so like instead of it just being a walk with the two of them that he has like a whole entourage wait but before that she has an encounter with lord tajim who's like you're gonna be my mistress next <laughs> so she's like with her mom. stay yeah. away from me mm-hmm. that happens a few times yeah, yeah. he runs away like Lortajan leaves and then simon quote um <laughs> he approached her with cat-like quietness mm-hmm. and he appears and he's like well what's that about Ooh. and she was like what god i didn't even see her. <laughs> um and yeah but then they go yeah so she goes down to meet like she this is like when she's on her way to meet lord kendall for the walk and but then it turns out all the other ladies like yeah appeared for some reason they all like un- knew he was gonna go for a walk so like they're basically, all actually she's, early risers yeah she's what she's she's so basically she spends a walk walking with simon and i really love whatever that tro- i don't know what that trope is called but like the trope of like girl is supposed to go on date with other guy but like the date ends up being just a date with the hero you know like I don't know mm-hmm. I feel like I've seen it in other books it's no, definitely, definitely like something <laughs> yeah we definitely have yeah it's like in Bridgerton like with Kate like it's in the, the show yeah like yeah something. something just like the group walk which I feel like it's a common enough activity yeah makes yeah sense. they're yeah they go on a little walk and they're having a conversation I just want to I just want to say that like I really just love Annabelle and Simon's banter throughout because it's like 
I mean, I guess they're kind of enemies to lovers, but like, I wouldn't call this like a strictly, mm-hmm. I feel like Lillian and Westcliff are like the enemies to lovers story in this. Like, these are just kind of just like opposites attract. And I, they okay. just have really good banter. And I feel like they always have like, the, they have the same sense of humor. And it's like, I feel like it just, I don't know, all their conversations. I'm like, oh, you goobers, you cute little goobers. <laughs> and at one point during this walk, Annabelle's like, if I had money, I'd have been married years ago. And Simon's like, I have money. How much do you want? No, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know. Got <laughs> I know. And that's like they're setting up the like whole bank account versus love thing that like doesn't really get developed in this version. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's cute. <laughs> and now they go to the wishing well, mm-hmm. all the wallflowers. They go and make a wish. And Annabelle's like, I'm going to make a wish to marry a peer. But then like she throws it in and her brain's like, I want to fall in love. I wish mm-hmm. to fall in love. And she's like, no, well, no, I take it back. Flex, but okay and then that's what she ends up yeah <laughs> she's like god damn it yeah <laughs> and then they play rounders so which is they, cricket baseball like early version like of cricket, American, slash baseball. cricket baseball yeah no, they have rounders to, like, was a thing in england too like and they they play it in their undergarments so they're it's like rounders and knickers yeah and i think it's really funny that knickers was originally an american word Oh, really? Because like in the book, and Claymas does a lot of research, so I'm inclined to believe this is real. Oh, yeah, no, she it comes from Knickerbocker, which is very like, much real... like an American is it? Knickerbocker is like an American term of like the of the old rich people in New oh. York. Like that's like an actual historical term. So like I think glory. it comes from that. Right. But it's funny that like knickers is American, very much a British but thing. now like yeah. British. Yeah. I wonder if like other things like bangers for all i could see that some that seems like bangers somehow started being american yeah well it's the same it's like soccer right yeah they're like, like the opposite yeah yeah it's really interesting yeah let me see let me look it up and when annabelle's like hitting the ball she's like like lillian's like hit him like pretend that you're hitting like you're hitting the ball into simon's face and she's like i'm gonna aim lower <laughs> <laughs> and then who rides up of course, but Westcliff and Simon. And they see them in their underwear, which their underwear, mm. listener, just to emphasize, their underwear is like fully clothed. <laughs> like oh. their underwear is. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like picture like old fashioned bathing suits. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, and then after the Rounders and Nicker scenes, we just get a whole like, um, like a just a scene of like Simon and, and Westcliff like chatting about it and both of mm. them both of them freaking out over having seen their respective love interest like and mm-hmm. simon's like both the sisters were in their underwear and westcliff is like i only noticed the older ones no reason at all because I she's know. so annoying but this is yeah. also a scene that they heavily cut they cut like the scene in half but i bring this up because yeah. in this scene westcliff this is like the first of many times and westcliff is such a misogynistic dick about annabelle He's such a dick because mm-hmm. they had a background where Annabelle was like, yeah, my first season, like he's I like a like rich titled man. Yeah. Like I went for him and he like roundly rejected me. So like Wes have basically judged her as like a quote unquote husband hunter. Like she's that he thinks she's like vapid and like whatever. And I just like, uh, it just filled me. Mm-hmm. It didn't bother me as much the first time I read this, but like mm-hmm. when I read this again, I was like, Westcliff, you are just so full of shit. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you live and benefit from a world which puts Annabelle into the position in which her only option is to get married. 
Right. And then like, you're going to like you call her. her. Yeah. No, I know. Like, yeah. Of course she went up to you. Like you're a rich titled guy who's like known for being like a generally good guy. Who's, right. Like, like why young. else do you think you get everything else in life? Like, yeah. I don't like understand. sir, nobody would give a fuck about you if right. you were just the village baker. Like I'm right. sorry. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, no, it's just so bold. Your eyes like perfectly match your shirt right now. Wow. Yeah. I love Wesca, but I was like, you're really getting on my fucking nerves. And he apologizes at the end. But I was like, I know Westcliff's not the hero of this book, but like, I kind of needed him. I kind of wanted him to grovel. And like, he doesn't really, I mean, he does like save her life, but like, he doesn't, I was like, I just no. I feel like I need a little bit more from you, Marcus, sir. Um, And so like the, the so yeah, Westcliff like is like, yeah, of course I won't say anything, but the girl, the wallflowers are like, oh man, like we have to make sure that like, what's his face hunt doesn't annabelle you have to make sure the hunt doesn't say anything like you have to bring it up to him you have to bring it up to him like convince him not to and annabelle is like well what if we just like can't we just not say anything and like hope he won't say anything and like lillian or something is like oh yeah like oh yeah ha, ha, let's just cross our fingers and wait that's so dumb and i'm like no that like is the solution though like avoidance I mean, is. that is always like yeah just like pretend it like, doesn't happen and, like it doesn't happen gaslight like usually I don't know. it goes it usually away. is the right gaslight call. yourself right <laughs> exactly you no exactly like yeah just like right uh, you, that's the lesson that it's power that I shouldn't Listen, have, but don't I do. let other people gaslight you, Tell but them. do gaslight yourself. That's the solution to life. <laughs> like that's the ultimate life advice that I can give. <laughs> the only person who's allowed to gaslight you is yourself. <laughs> that's so funny because that's like one of the first things like Callie said in this job. She's like, yeah, like I don't think anyone could ever gaslight me. Like I would do great in like, you know, like a totalitarian like state, but like I can gaslight myself anyway. So her ankle hurts. Yeah. So she goes up to him and she's like, hey, don't say anything. And he's like, all right, well, what do I get in return? And she's like, okay, like we can kiss. Oh my God. This is and hilarious. he's like, I, he's like, I'm, I have to be tread lightly. I have to be careful here. Um, I thought you were going to ask for like a dance or a waltz. And she's like, well, I thought about that, but that would take way longer. Like that would be at least like three <laughs> minutes. And he's like, well, a kiss. She's like, I mean, there's no way a kiss could take that long. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, not the way I kiss. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, like, like um, don't be long. ridiculous. And he's like, okay, sure. We'll take yeah. your word for it. Wait, I just need to point out that at one point, I don't, I didn't write down the context of this, but at one point Lillian goes, Zounds. And I just thought that was incredible. <laughs> just <laughs> incredible. <laughs> I like my only note is just a single bullet point that says Zounds. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> So then she like <laughs> stumbles out to the garden and her ankle's fucked and she's like vomiting. She's like throwing up in the flower yeah, beds. Slowly and he more shows sick. up yeah. and like has to carry her back. It turns out she's been bitten by a fucking adder. Except apparently it's a Hampshire adder, which I like have to I like don't I refuse to believe that has like any I did, relation no, I to like an actual poison. And then we looked it up before. Like it doesn't have any relation to like an actual poisonous snake, does it? Like to an actual adder? Like the kind no, that like I... used to kill people with back at like so- like Socrates shit. But like, cause he says, he's like, don't worry. Like they don't produce enough venom to kill anything bigger than a cat or a very small dog, which implies that Annabelle is not a cat. Although (laughs) she's not dead. She is still alive. Simon does pick her when he's carrying, he picks her up, carries her to her bed and he moves quote, like a cat on the prowl. 
Mm, and it's specified no, right. he yeah. does it he moves with the grace not like with grace not like a dancer but like a cat on the prowl mm-hmm, <laughs> i was mm-hmm. like why do we need the dancer like why was that why do we like, need to like put the dancer it's not down a dancer like guys it's yeah, a cat like that... re- specifically like a cat on the prowl <laughs> and then <laughs> he sense. tears her he he like undoes her corset with his knife because she can't breathe and also this whole time he's calling her sweetheart mm. and he is just a total fucking simp and annabeth is like annabelle is like what's going on he's being really nice yeah. to me i'm developing weird feelings about this he's like are you throwing up because you didn't want to kiss me because you're like so grossed out that you had to kiss me <laughs> like in light of your recent oh it's quite unflattering yeah she's like so no yeah but he has a snake bite and oh that's another thing that would they cut so like annabelle doesn't have ankle boots like she was wearing basically like ballet mm-hmm. flats mm-hmm. because she's poor and she can't afford ankle boots mm-hmm. and earlier in one of the scenes that was cut down simon is like oh i can't believe she was out there without ankle boots like mm-hmm. silly woman why would she be out in nature without ankle boots it's like i don't know why it bothers me so much that she can't afford them <laughs> and like and then she gets bitten and then he gives her boots later on and yeah, he like and he like sneakily like has like a maid like steal one of her shoes to like trace the bottom, which is really smart actually. <laughs> I was honestly, I would have totally accepted him being like, "Well, when I held your foot to expect your ankle, that's I what I thought it was going to be." <laughs> no, that's what I thought it was going to be. When I forgot, he's like, "Well, I have a very good innate sense of like spatial, yeah. like, like measure." He's like, "I am a butcher. I know how to like yeah. measure things with my hand, like something like that." Yeah. yeah. But yeah, during this scene, like he's getting her to breathe, and they're holding hands, and like he has like you. You know like that's when he's like fuck <laughs> yeah shit because he just like fully it's like fully just where he just has an epiphany where he's like i am in danger <laughs> yeah <laughs> so then she has to spend the next like five days being sick <laughs> and like she can't like pursue lord kendall anymore or whatever she's just like sitting there like moping in the window cuddling then- with her ankle boots that <laughs> she got she, like, doesn't know who they're from. Yeah, she's like, well, plausible deniability. Like, if they were from him, I'd have to return them. But, like, I don't know who Since they're from. he never admits Who's to, to it. say, yeah. yeah. But she literally, like, falls asleep with that. Like, she's, like, cuddling them. And her, her mom's like, why don't we put these on the floor? And she's like, no. <laughs> I haven't worn them yet with the adders. Yeah, like, she's on the bed, like, to the next level. I mean, listen, custom, like, fancy-ass leather shoes that are, like, oh, they have, like, flower embroidery on them. Oh, really? Like, these are cute as fuck. Oh, that's nice. That's I was nice. like, these are. I think it looks nice. I wear those. Like, <laughs> heck yeah. yeah, those are in very in these days. And so he then he like comes to play chess with her, which is cute. But before then, she's quote half drowsing like a cat mm. in this room. Yeah, and then the creepy Lord Hodge man comes and like tries to get with her again, and he tries to assault her. Oh like, yeah, he fully he does, is yeah. like forcing yes. himself on her. Yes, he tries to get her, <laughs> and the mom <laughs> like her. interrupts and like distracts him. It's very sad. It's like, this is like a very sad scene. I was like, her poor mom. I know. I was so happy because of like the chess playing and the chess metaphor. And then Lisa's just mm-hmm. got to bring me right down again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty dark. And this whole time, I miss like why, how he comes to this conclusion. She like lets him believe it. But like, Hunt thinks, Simon thinks that Annabelle's the one sleeping with Hodge. Because there's like a rumor because, going around because he's, what? Yeah, because Hodge's like carriage has been seen outside her house. No, like, but how does night. Annabelle confirm it? Or is that just something they like badly edited he, out? No, 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 no. It's because that first time she has a fight with Hodge when Simon sneaks up on her silently like a cat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, she has a fight with Hodge where Hodge's like, I'm going to sample you next. And she's like, fuck off. And Simon's like, I didn't hear, but I heard you guys were arguing and he has already heard the rumor. So like, 
And then they have like a convo where like he thinks that she's basically confirmed. She's because she's never denies it. She's just like none of your mm-hmm. business every time mm-hmm. he brings it up, which like good for you, Annabelle. Like yeah. it's not none of his business. No, it's really she's not. like, I'm not even gonna dignify that, like with a yes or no. With a response. Yeah. Yeah. But then she's trying to get back to her room because obviously she doesn't want to stay in this room with this old creepy man just tried to assault her while she's like super sick, while she's quote, weak as a kitten, <laughs> as someone makes a thing. And Simon say. comes up again and he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing out of bed? You are ill. What is going on? <laughs> and then he teaches her about trains. And then <laughs> he asked her to be his mistress, which was a miscalculation. Right after he's like, I'm beginning just now beginning to think I might have made an error. Yes. But he, no, yes. So he asked her, he basically, she's in bed and she can't go. There's going to, there's like a nice like live music playing that everyone's watching. And she's Mm. like sad because she's like, she can't do it. She can't be there. So Mm. he like, there's like a secret room that's essentially like overlooks the music room, but is like hidden. And he's like sets up a dinner where he just like, he's like, I didn't know what you liked. So I got them to make everything. And then like, they have a little, like Mm. cute little do a little candle at dinner and they're going they're going around like so well she's listening to the music he's like you could do with a bit of spoiling Annabelle <laughs> and then this fucker <laughs> is like yes be my mistress what's your price what's yeah. your price yeah and she's like fuck you yeah and she's like I'm running away but first let's make out for like two seconds and then I'll run away this is this was the music scene this was the music room scene where they're in the alcove and they're hiding mm-hmm. from the musicians this is what it originally was but they cut that and just turned so it I was just like why? I guess she's like not really into it like he's it's just like oh he's like hold he, like there is like even parts that were left in where it's like he like she can't get away even if she like right but it's also it's the same that's the it's the same kind of like old school historical romance like she can't admit that she wants it because then she'd yeah. be a slut. But like, we right. know that you, you know what I mean? Like that's. Yep. No, I know. <sighs> yeah. I hate that they sanitized it. Anyway, then they're playing secret silent chess. I feel like it's also because she's like so offended by like. Yeah. Like, she's rightfully. like, she's just like res- quote unquote resisting her emotion. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is. To be fair, he does immediately. He's immediately like, oh, that I was a bad up. thing to say. I am sorry. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I apologize. I meant it in a marriage way. It's like, really, what's the difference? Really, what is the difference? Like, well, I'm sorry. No. That's the thing. At one point, she has the thought. She's like, I couldn't be Simon Hunt's mistress because then he would like control everything about my life. And I'm like, what's the difference between that and marriage? Right. Like, no, other know. than the fact that like, if he well, dies, like, you get to least... inherit his shit. <laughs> yeah, at least that you can like go into quote unquote society. Like, right. Your whole thing. She like, doesn't realize that people have parties outside the aristocracy, which is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> like they go to Paris and she's like, wait a second. There's other people in the world. Couldn't have, couldn't be me. Like, yeah. yeah. But so they have like a secret silent chess game mm-hmm. where they're like they, the chessboard is open and they're like moving pieces. Um, and this goes on for by, several yeah. rounds in the original book, but in this book it only goes on for one round because they cut out all the other rounds for yeah, seemingly I no reason. Don't understand. It's so bizarre. Like, like why? he's gone back to London, and so there's like a week where she's like pining for him, and then he comes back, and this time we still have him coming back, but like he hasn't been gone for more than a paragraph. Do you think Lisa was like involved in that? Like she had involved. to be. But you, I know, I know. But do you think she made the like initial call or like I don't know? No, I think her publisher was probably like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" I mean, do you think she made the first pat? Like, do you think she was the one making that? It's or was someone else? And then she just like signed off on it. She was like checked out because I could get that. I could understand that. I don't know. Yeah, but- I mean, it could have just been her editor going through. I mean, that's usually what it is. Is that 
I'm just thinking of like when I've updated books like that, like I've like made the edits mm-hmm. and then the author will like approve or deny mm-hmm. that it. So then anyway. the wallflowers come up with a scheme to like trap Lord Kendall, like get Annabelle to kiss him. And then like they all walk in on him, which seems really bold and unnecessary because like he already is like about to propose. I don't know. Yeah. And he does. Propose well, Annabelle's and- like, I just don't have time. Like he definitely would by like, in like a month or two, but like mm-hmm. I don't have a month or two. It's basically mm-hmm. like her. Mm-hmm. But she is shocking nobody but herself. She's like, <laughs> no, last minute. I can't. She's like, I couldn't. She's because she's wearing the boots. She's wearing the boots. <laughs> she's- yeah. Yeah. And then she yeah, runs yeah, into yeah. Simon. Yeah. And then they make out, and that's who everyone walks in on. Yeah. And like and Simon's propose- like, yeah, he's like, let's get married. And she's like, okay. And then like everyone walks in. Well, no, wait, wait. part all... of his proposal is like, you've never had anyone to lean on, have you? I've got strong shoulders, Annabelle. <laughs> and I was like, hey. <laughs> really knows how to do confessions of love. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're incredibly cheesy, but somehow, like, they work in her books. So the whole gang, which is like the Wallflowers and Westcliff and like Olivia bitch and like the Daisy and the Ladies Bomb walk in and they're like, oh, well, we saw nothing. Like, we don't want. Like, Westcliff's like, you guys saw nothing. I don't want, like, Simon to marry Annabelle because she sucks. She's, like, a gold-digging whore. He's a fucking And bitch. he's like, right, we're, like, already engaged. It actually doesn't matter. And then he's like, fine, we'll go, like, get, like, He's like, if the word? these people won't testify to you being right. compromised, like, and I'll go compromise you somewhere else. like, we're literally already engaged. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I just want insurance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's like, like I've already agreed to marry you. Why must I be yeah. compromised? And he's insurance. Yeah, which is like I, I feel like where where else? I feel like that's shown Isn't up like, fair a few enough. times. It's shown up a few times. It's like the same. It's or it's like we have to like actually have sex to so like insurance or whatever, which like seems like less. Oh, so that's also that's in Winterborn. But, mm, okay, yeah. Mm, there's a mm-hmm. lot of there's a lot more parallels between this. Maybe that's why I like them so. Mm, that makes sense. Why you would like it? <laughs> like yeah, and I. Okay. Like, Anyway. So they go on their honeymoon to Paris, and this is when Annabelle's like, "Wow, like there are still parties outside the British aristocracy." What a shock! I'm shocked, and they have a great time. Yeah, but then when they first have, when they're like on their wedding night, like they're about to have sex, and like first of all, like Simon doesn't think she's a virgin. Like this whole time, mm. he thinks she's fully been having sex with Hajim, and mm-hmm. then when she's like nervous, he's like, "Don't worry, like." It's not like I know you probably like had a bad time with that guy, but like I'll be like nice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so which first of all, already adorable. But then she's like, no, I'm a virgin. And he's like, record scratch. What? <laughs> like it excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what to do with that. Uh what? Mm. And yeah, then we get a full on Lisa Klepas like euphemism sex scene. Um, and I just want to once again point out that they cut out the music scene make out, but they include Simon saying that she's tight in this I sex know. scene. Like, why? What? What? Who decided what to cut out? I just want to talk. Like, really? There seems to be no rhyme or reason. No, I know. I don't get it. Like, it's yeah like where they kind of like, published the most like two years words. ago you know like, what i mean like this wasn't like a yeah. 2018 edition like, we've this already was, like, forgotten what like was and wasn't like okay i feel like tight was <laughs> out tight was already out when i started reading romance. no i mean and with this- some of the i'm saying with some of the others that they cut maybe that was like not okay in 2019 but now or you said two years ago that would have been 2021 it was published after we started reading romance that's okay. what i know which was 2020 yeah so Oh, yeah, it's been three years. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, anyway, and like he requests a waltz. Yeah, in Paris, 
she's like, oh my God, I love this song. Like, this is a song that I always want to dance to, but like no one would ever dance with me. And he's like, I know, like I saw your face every time they played it. So like oh, yeah. they requested it just for you. Yeah, that was sweet. She's like, how could he possibly have noticed that? He's like, he's obsessed with you. It's like, he's um, a man. It's been two years of him yeah. just hiding after you. Like the number of times when she's like, I feel a prickle on the back of my neck. And then she turns around and Simon's just like unblinking, staring at yeah. her. <laughs> she's like, what's going on? <laughs> so then they come back and it's time for like the families to meet each other and like it goes fine but annabelle overhears like simon's mom talking to him and being like does she even love you simon like you could have married any of the women that i set you up with like good middle class women <laughs> why not them listen you can't and, blame the mom <laughs> no and, but and this really sets up like i mean this is the only time we really get that whole conflict of like simon being like well does she even love me like whatever yeah, like she's I only feel like she wouldn't should have, have shown me. up like way before, like did show up way before in the original. Yeah, there were scenes that were cut. There's a whole thing in which the part when she says, I don't know where I belong is when they're like at an aristocrat party or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think like some like creepy lord makes a joke about like swapping spouses because like that's what the aristocrats do. Mm-hmm. And Simon gets like really defensive. And Annabelle's like, Why did you embarrass me like oh that? It was God. obviously a joke. And Simon is like, Well, it's not a fucking joke to me. Like, yeah. I don't think that's funny and then she's like I you know they get she's basically just like I don't belong in their world and I don't belong in your world and I don't know where I belong and like yeah hence or whatever yeah why do they they cut so much I don't know why they cut that part anyway there's a cat there's a cat in um a cat nipped by a puppy in Simon's family scene (laughs) and they do have a maid so they're not poor (laughs) they're middle class yeah yeah well, I would hope so because Simon's super fucking rich. So, like, if he's not like providing, his- well, no, because no, there's that whole thing where Philip, where they're like, like, Annabelle's mom is like, well, why don't they have a nicer house? And Simon's so rich, and Annabelle's like, I, I just don't know how to explain to her. They just like living this way, like, which is just like silly. Like, they definitely could. I think he definitely would. I think it's implied they would, but they just like like yeah. being butchers. Like, I don't know. Listen, well, his listen. Like, oh. if his dad his dad likes it, it's his dad's business. He's proud of it. He's like, I enjoy it. Sure, I, but like if the work. family wants like a nicer house, I don't know. But like, I guess they don't. They? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They the have, mom like, is very close into it. They live in like a small class. apartment yeah. above the yeah, above the shop. Yeah. It's giving um oh, it reminds me of that um remember that Hallmark movie we watched where she becomes a rocket? Oh and yeah. then like the the hero is like what? It's like a grocery shop. It's what his parents wanted. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, I want to be a photographer, mama, papa. <laughs> that was a good one. We should watch that again. Um, in my head, I want you to know it's really not bad. actually the case, but in my head, the girl, the heroine, heroine has become like the blonde girl from Pitch Perfect. Yes, me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> me too. Also from uh, like, John Tucker Must Die. Why not her? Is that the same person? Yeah, Brittany no. Snow. That's not Britney. No, no, no. I mean the other blonde girl, the main, the head, the head singer girl. I recognize that she might have actually. No, I recognize that this person probably looked more like Britney Snow. No, Britney Snow has one of the short. Britney Snow has a short face, and this other girl has a long face. I think they just also. Anyway, okay, it's not. You know what I mean? It's not relevant. (laughs) Regardless. Anyway, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, okay, good, good. Um, so okay, then we have Simon. We have this setting up like the big shebang at the end. Simon comes home from the foundry injured, and he's like, Annabelle's like worried about him and like upset. And he's like, I don't understand, like, why 
do you care about my you care about my like, physical safety? It would upset you if I yeah. were died. And they're both like Annabelle is shook that she feels this way, and Simon is okay, shook that Annabelle is shook, and he's like, "What?" And he's What's like, "Don't worry, on? don't worry, I heal quickly." I was like, "All right, Mister Bay, like, okay, we stand." Yeah, but then like they're about to make out. They're having this intimate bathtub mm. scene, and then Jeremy. Who oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, 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 stop, stop. Before that, we get some minor corset slander. Oh. But it is minor because it's a fucking, it's apparently like a metal corset. But the only slander is that Simon's like, I can't even, I can't feel your boobs through this. Like, I hate it. <laughs> Stuck. I'm going to be honest. I but did I appreciate it. this because one, it emphasized that Lisa Claypost knows her corset history mm-hmm. and like that corsets were not that up until this point and that it's mm-hmm. a new invention that happened with the industrial revolution mm-hmm. and like it, it was like the fact Metallic? that they were reinforced i never heard of metal corsets before it's the fact that the, well it was like the the underwire? rods inside them oh, yeah okay, it's like okay. underwire basically oh, it's actually in like a full like knight's shield like no no, no 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 it's like it looks like a regular corset it's just the the it's not whale boat you know what i mean it's like a mm-hmm. different whatever um but the reason they had that that's the reason like the whole middle of the 19th century they had those giant dresses is because they finally had the corsets that were able to hold them up that were able Mm. to provide enough support to like have that many petticoats and like that many Mm. flounces because they didn't have that before (laughs) that makes sense yeah yeah Yeah. that's why they had those heavy dresses i want to try on one of those dresses they're very fun they really swish around but like from the time period, but probably none would exist that would fit me. Well, because if it did exist, it would have like already gotten taken apart to make more, right? Isn't that why like only the small ones? That's why a lot of things don't exist. exist. Yeah, it's yeah. because they were reused. Because my first thought, my first thought was like maybe it would actually exist because it would be such an unusual size, right? And that's yeah. what usually remains. But then I was like, no, because it could have been taken apart to make like five like children's dresses no. or something. <laughs> like, it's okay. Jeremy, Annabelle's little brother, who has many more scenes, but was I thought that they were just gonna fully cut out Jeremy. Like yeah, I me was too. like, okay, yeah, because I was like, where's Jeremy? We keep hearing about Jeremy. He doesn't fucking show. Yeah, I remembered this scene, and I remember that he's the one that delivers this uh-huh. news. And I was like, okay, so I guess they can't cut him out, but I just don't understand why this is gonna be basically his first appearance. No, right? Okay, yeah. I so he did appear before. It's so bizarre. He appears yeah, in the prologue. Like, literally, I know, I know the- that. No, I literally wrote like, "Wow, I really mixed this book up with that book that starts with the like show and the brother." <laughs> no, it's like so bold. I know <sighs> they cut out like a full like, quarter of the book, right? Like, I I feel like you're right that it it should have been like twelve hours. They long. cut out, I would say, like at least fifteen percent. Yeah, just like just comparing like the parts that I really noticed where I was like, oh, this was cut. Like it was like several mm-hmm. pages at a time. Plus yeah. like here and there, just like random paragraphs and like sentences that I was like, why? Like random lines of dialogue that I was like, why? Why was it necessary to cut this? Like, oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, But so it's Jeremy brings the news that Philippa, the mom, has stabbed the creepy guy that she had to fuck for money, <laughs> which good for her is what I say. She stabbed him with scissors. What's the <laughs> with these scissors? So when she's fully like, yeah, I wanted to kill him. Yeah, what's the like, nothing's wrong with scissors. Dead. They're sharp enough. She's like, yeah, I wanted to kill him. He said he was going to rat you out. He's gonna, he was going to tell everyone that like we slept together, which I guess, yeah, like. If she didn't continue to fuck yeah. him. Yeah. She's like, yeah, so I just tried to kill him. 
I yeah. did. I said what I said. But Jimmy, he's like, like I don't. Out. I really don't care anymore. I do not. Give but a then, fuck. but don't worry, Daddy Simon swoops in. He's immediately like, Jeremy, go get all the evidence. Go burn it in the hellfire of my foundry. Like, yeah. you just tell them, tell them my name. They'll do what I. They'll do what you say. Just really bold. And then and he like then, goes to Hajib, and he's basically yeah. like, I will slice you up. I know how to slice up meat, and I will slice you up mm-hmm. if you do not keep your goddamn mouth, your little rat mouth. Like shut. bribes the doctor with like liquor. Yeah. Like, no, he doesn't even try to bribe Hajab. He's just like, yeah, you're fucking. He's like, I will kill you. Or he's like, all right, mom and Jeremy, like you're going on like a European trip with my mom and sister for some reason. Which is well, so the bold. mom and the sister were already going on a European. No, I know trip. that's so bold of him to be like, right? You're also taking these people that you don't yeah. know. Apparently, they become. I mean, like, he's really paying friends. for it, I guess. Well, <laughs> so like, right? Okay. Listen, so... Daddy Simon is covering up a crime. He's got to do what he's got to do. Sure, okay. you're gonna just send them on like a separate trip, whatever. The moms become really good friends. Anyway, yeah. Now Annabelle's like, I want to go to the foundry. I want to go to the foundry. And Simon's like, okay, it's let's take a trip to hell. <laughs> Annabelle's well, like, you're not she's wrong. like, he's like, no, it's too yeah. dangerous for you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you have spent the last month telling me that it's not dangerous at all. And that's why right. I shouldn't be worried about and he's you like, going there. Ooh, so like another tactical it? error. I might <laughs> yeah. I think it's literally described as that. Like Simon just realized his tactical error. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> And so now we get, we had daddy Simon. Now we get mommy Annabelle because the foundry explodes. Oh, and this is, we never mentioned, this is a foundry that Simon owns with Westcliff. Like it's a, mm-hmm. to make their trains, mm-hmm. two trains. <laughs> and the foundry explodes and Annabelle gets out. But Simon is like, I got to go back and rescue my workers because I may be capitalist, but I don't want them to die because it's a hell of a hard time finding Yeah, I still need work. <laughs> I don't want to train them. They're too skilled. Yeah. <laughs> so he runs back in and then Annabelle's like sitting and she's like, she's like, wait, 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 where the fuck is Simon? And they're like, I don't fucking know. Like there was a little explosion and that was the last time I saw him. And so she's like, got a blast. And she runs in and she finds him and he's like, has a big metal like pole on him. And, and she can't lift it. Yeah. She can't lift it. And she's willing... Oh, I forgot. There's a part in which when he cuts off the corset thing, she's like, do you always carry a pocket knife with you? Mm. And he's like, yes. And so like when he's crushed, she's like, Simon, where's your knife? And for yeah. a moment, he's like, like to cut off his leg. Yeah. And for a moment, with he's a like- a pocket knife, it's really bold. For a moment, he's like, no, it wouldn't work. I'm too, you couldn't drag yeah. me out. I'm too heavy. And yeah. like, I love that he considers it. Like, he's just like, you know what? Yeah. That's a smart idea. Let me, let me think this through. <laughs> Yeah, and it would have been over like molten metal. No, I know. But then um, he's like, save, leave me, save yourself. And she's like, no. And then luckily before they both perish and how Westcliff shows up to save the day and he's like, all right, like I'll, you know, I can pull it, pull the lever crunk. Well, cause she made, <laughs> she made like a, a cantilever. Like she made yeah. something to like, you pulled something lever, over to like yeah. lift it up Police, and she's just yeah. like, yeah. So, so Westcliff is like, I'm going to do the lever and you're going to pull him out. And then mm-hmm. they get out and they're all safe and sound. And Westcliff inhalation damage, notwithstanding Westcliff. Like- yeah. And <laughs> I'm going to say, I know like, <laughs> I couldn't help the whole time when she's running through and it's like the fire was happening and the steel beams were falling. I was like, Jeff, you can't melt steel beams. <laughs> Jeff, you- I was like, is this fire hot enough? Oh my God. Where's that. the conspiracy? Is it the IRA? Oh my God. I hope so. Yeah, that'd be really funny. The IRA pops up in other Lisa Claybus books. So I'm just saying she knows that they're there. Listen, Westcliff's appear. Enemy. Listen, it checks out. They're both British. Should be Scottish. Westlip should be Scottish. Or I mean, Hunt should be Scottish or whatever. Yeah. Somehow. 
Yeah. And then like, okay, then we have this whole like debrief with Westcliff and Westcliff. And like, honestly, I'm gonna be honest, because this book was so boring in this version. I was like, you know what? Honestly, I'm kind of like, why not be a rich widow, Annabelle? Like, (laughs) (laughs) why not? I was this, I can't, like the sense of relief I felt. I was like, listen, he could be dead and you could be rich. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and we, yeah, we have, so Wesley's apologized and she like basically immediately accepts it. And like, I know, listen, I know he like technically just saved her life, but like he, he did it for Simon. Okay. Like he wouldn't have just, he wouldn't have gone in if they were just there, first of all. Also, Claybos does this thing and this happens in this scene and it happens in many other of her books where it's basically like a man apologizes and the heroine is like, I suspect that he rarely gives apologies. So I should accept it because he rarely, he's a man who does mm-hmm. not give apologies often. And like, she uses this many times in her books. And every time I'm like, ah, I don't know about that, Lisa. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> yeah, that's not how that works. It's, it's not how that it's, works. <laughs> right, it's giving the like, it's it's trying to use the logic of like oh this person doesn't give compliments much so like when they do it's like they must mean it which first of all also probably isn't true but like yeah it's not the same very false equivalency no. it just makes them a shitty person <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take what you can get <laughs> but then we have a beautiful love confession scene she even brings in the seasons when simon is like why wouldn't you go when i told you to go and she's like i couldn't think of it like all those all those summers and winters without you like you staying the same blah 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 and i was like good mm-hmm. job Lisa. the confessions of love scene are always great in clay Foss. they're always like they're somehow very long but never cheesy which there are other historical romance authors that it's like also very long, but I'm just like, no one would ever say this. I can't imagine a person ever like speaking like this <laughs> in my life. And like, I don't think a person would necessarily speak like the way Claypots' characters speak, but like it feels real in her books in the way that like a lot of other historicals, like it feels believable, like that her characters would do that. Whereas in the other books, I'm like, why? You know what it sounds like? It sounds like when I, when I, when I was younger, well, I still do this, but specifically when I was younger and I would make up stories to tell myself before I went to sleep. And, you know, mm. naturally a lot of times they were love I stories. I not anymore. <laughs> um, and, you know, I would get to the confession of love scene because, it, I mean, I had, like, I could write fucking novels. I ha- I did, in fact, write novels based on some of these. <laughs> and <laughs> the confession, like, it's the confessions of love scenes that I would do in which you just, like, list all the things that you like about them and then you're like, I love you. And, like, but and that's not that's Clay pretty Boss impressive because like, that's hard to think of even for, like, people you know in real life. <laughs> I mean, it was, like, the same thing every time, like, no matter, no that's matter which like, story. <laughs> but I always really sympathized with um Derek. <laughs> and the swan princess. He's like, why do you love me? Well, you're hot. What else? Is beauty all that matters what else? To you? Is, no, you just can't like verbalize. Like it's hard to think of things. Just vibes, man. I don't know. Yeah, vibes. it's hard to like think. It's hard to like put. Na- yeah, like especially in the moment or in general. And I'll be honest, it's giving college essay, which I'm terrible I mean, at. <laughs> listen, disclaimer for me, I did have like I did have to workshop those confessions of love scenes in my head for like you know weeks <laughs> before I, like I got <laughs> the right monologue. Yeah. It's just like yeah, anyway. you just have to think of the right generic words that like the yeah. person wants to hear. It's giving like I don't know. It's just one of those like stupid canned answers that like you somehow have to get the right. Not Claypaws. Not always. No, I'm not, I'm not saying it has to be. It's no, just no, like I, know. I yeah. sympathize with like an inability to do that. 
Well, except that this confession of love scene feels more canned because you don't have the payoffs because they got cut. I know. No, I didn't. The callbacks got cut. No, I know. Like, yeah. Why did? Yeah, listener, I cannot emphasize this whole series. But I'm still because I'm sure just like that it was disingenuous that it was like hidden. That's still like I feel like. I mean, at the very end, they have a line that's like, "This is altered from the original 2004 version." And I was like, it's not okay. But see, mm-hmm. I hear that and I think, okay, maybe they cut out a sentence in which a character used a slur that was acceptable like 20 years typo. ago. Yeah. Right. Or like some of Clayposs's books, like earlier books, like she has like Roma characters and like she used like mm-hmm. the G word instead of, you know what I mean? So like I can see that you can cut that out. Fine. That's an altered text. This was an abridged text. <laughs> this right. was an abridged work. Yeah, like, like extensively abridged. Yeah. <laughs> very mad but yeah if you're gonna read the wallflowers you gotta go to like a used bookstore or like maybe the version that you're it's like the bible without genesis and matthew (laughs) luke and john (laughs) like we got revelation but like yeah the hellfire doesn't do as much without the center (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah god i never thought i would be like don't listen to this audiobook although there definitely have been a few books where we were like this person was terrible don't listen to that book edition where the narrator was like so annoying right but like not where we'd like read the regular one also oh yeah you're gonna miss out anyway Uh, i'm still so steamed it doesn't help that this room is like really hot i'm like you look really hot your face is red when you turn to the side especially you can tell yeah it's because the office when i close the door like there's no airflow anyway yeah, cat scale for this. Very high. The highest Very. in a while. Like, we haven't had one this high in a while. I yeah. Think. And I, this was, again, one of those, you know, like I said, the Viscount Who Loved Me was the one that made me first think of the cat scale because that was the first one I read. But mm-hmm. this was like, I started this series like immediately after I finished the Bridgertons, basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I was like, Clay, by, like, like Lisa, you're really providing the cat references. Yeah, like everyone's a cat in <laughs> Lisa's books. Every single fucking person is a cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay ready three two one three Eight. two oh, oh nine <laughs> sorry sorry that was kind of you already like a said three two one it's a I preview assumed. i listened all right well i give it a nine okay 8.5 lower than we used to yeah back when we really got the high ones well i just feel like we have so much more to compare it to like we've been like oh, doing yeah. them for so much longer that like in the beginning like yeah like you have like one cat quote cat and we were like nine out of ten mm-hmm. absolutely all right, Allison, where can they find us? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at We Read It One Night. You can find us on with Twitter at We Read It Podcast. You can check out our Etsy store, Evelyn Adelaide, where you can get clothes that will allow you to match with us. And mm-hmm. we have some, I have some really exciting matching. designs that are definitely going to be up by the time this episode comes up. And I was wearing one of my sweatshirts in a TikTok the other day. And someone was like, I love your sweatshirt. Mm. Where was that from? And multiple people bought them like immediately within 24 hours of that comment. So you could be cool. Leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening. Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed. Godspeed.